0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the show This is Joseph Brown, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk Welcome back to the show Paul rejectors That's what I'm teaching on in 15 minute increments And I've been doing that for the last week Paul Rejectors. Now like I uh, promised, I'm going to be reading in Acts 10 And the reason I'm going to be reading Acts 10 Is because when you read the Bible And you take the Bible literally and you keep the word of God in context and somebody has an issue with a certain player or a certain figure or an event in the Bible, don't panic, don't get disrupted and try to just analyze and try to read into it. Let the Bible speak for itself and leave it at that. Whether the person believe it or not, whether he or she believe it or not, leave it at that and it's going to be on them, it's not up to us as men and women of God to try to persuade them or dissuade them. We just let them know what the word of God is saying and uh, and elaborate it on it the best way that we can. So I want to talk about, this is, Acts 10 is kind of a little, it's 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 the uh, beginning of the book of Acts of going into the transition over to the Apostle Paul. Acts 10 is the beginning of the transition. Remember, Paul got converted in Acts 9. He got called. He didn't get get told about the mystery yet, but he got called, starting in Acts 9. Acts 10 is dealing with Peter now. Not about Paul, it's dealing with God. Remember, they scattered after Acts 7 when Stephen was stoned, the church scattered, the kingdom church, okay, except the apostles. This story is just a little bit strong. I can't break it all down. I'm not going to try to break it all down because I only got 13 minutes left. Okay. It is the beginning of the transition from the calling of the apostles in the kingdom program to Paul's program, the gospel of the grace of God. Remember, after Acts 15, you hear nothing else about Peter in Acts 15. He shows out. His show stops. In Acts 15, you hear nothing else about Peter. In Acts 15, it's Paul from there. Paul's on the wheels from there. So this is just a beginning of the transition from the kingdom program to the grace program. So let's read this. Acts 10. 1. There was a certain man in successoria called Cornelius, a Roman Gentile, a centurion of the land called the Italian Bay. A devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming in to him and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he looked up on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? If you remember, the angel of God coming into him in to to Cornelius, but at the same time, that angel, who did Cornelius call? He said, Lord. So it was Jesus. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said it to him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa, call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodges with one Simon and Tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel which spoke unto Cornelius was departed, or when he left, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. And when he had declared all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. Now on the morrow or the next day, as they went on their journey and drew near to the city, Peter went up upon the house and prayed about the sixth hour. The King James said six hours, so that it be about twelve o'clock in the afternoon. And he became very hungry and would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open and a certain vessel descended unto him, as it had been a great sheep knit at the four corners and led down to the earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creepy things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, said, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, no. Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spoke to him again the second time. What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. 16. This was done thrice, which means three times, and the vessel was received up. Again, the two heaven, verse 17. Now, while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the man which was sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. Now, what this is saying, what this is mean, this, this is the beginning of the transition from Peter and the 12th kingdom program over to Paul's program. Or this is just beginning that there is going to be a transition from the Jews to the Gentiles. Here is Acts ten. Remember Acts, the book of Acts is a transitional book. It's not a doctrinal book. It's a transitional book from the transition from the kingdom of heaven, the twelve, to the gospel of the grace of God, the apostle Paul. Okay, okay. So it's a trans positional book, alright? Okay. Without going through all this because the time constraints, remember Cornelius is a Roman centurion, which he's a Gentile. I want you to remember that. The angel was, the Old Testament he's called the angel of the Lord, said it to him. He broke down, you know, who was coming when he looked up and saw He was afraid and the Lord said it to him and that was explaining what was going on. But I don't want you to focus on that. You can go back and check that out later. What I want you to focus on is this. Peter went up on the top, on the roof area of the house, the tanner he was staying with, Simon the Tanner. And he, because he was and he became hungry and would have eaten, but while he made, they made, they was making the food ready, he fell into a trance. Remember, he fell into a trance. Now what happened after that? In that vision, which was which what it was, he saw heaven open and certain vessels descended unto him as if it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth. Now what was going on there? God was to reveal to Peter something that Peter was puzzled about. He didn't understand it at the time, later on down in that the chapters of Acts. He understood it there, But at this time, he was still bombarded by what was going on. That's why God had to do it three times for Peter to wake up, catch on what was going on. Twelve said, well, were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creepy things and fowls of the air. Now, remember, all these animals in this vision that God is showing Peter is forbidden for Jews to eat under the law. The Jews still under the law. These animals was forbidden for the Jew, a Jew, to eat. You know, okay. And then came a voice to him, and said, "Peter, kill and eat." But Peter said, "No, not so, Lord. For I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean." Why did Peter say that? Like I just said earlier, it was against the Mosaic law. It's only certain animals they was only allowed to eat, and they was told what not to eat. These four animals or creatures, King James called them, was those animals that it, it was forbidden for the Jewish Jews to eat under the law. You, you follow what I'm saying? So Peter was correct when he said, "Lord, I cannot do that." And I know his probably was shocked. By God telling him to eat these certain animals that is forbidden under the law for him to eat. So he probably was confused or probably thought it was a trick or whatever. But remember, this is a vision. This is a vision. I'm going to get into that vision, baby, on the next one. But uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit of that now. Now, remember they were saying, you know, they don't believe Paul was was called because, you know, the only one that really could have spoke. Paul never met Jesus Physically, remember we got into that. He never met Jesus physically. Paul said Jesus revealed to him, of course, in a vision. So this is a vision right here. That's why a lot of things they said they they contradict themselves because even in in, uh, this is a vision here of Peter. I'm sure if I was Jesus talking to Peter, you know, and stuff like that, what to do and what to eat. And then later on the 15, the voice. Spoken to him again the second time What well, God has not cleansed That call not thou But let me just tell you what's going on here The four creatures I look at it in two ways This is not concrete proof But think, look at it two ways The four creatures that God is telling Peter to eat Is a peak And letting Peter know That the law is going to be put to the side that means they will be allowed to do eat any type of animal or whatever like that. You got to look at it that way for God to do that. But the main picture is that these creatures represent that for uh, uh, the movement that God is going to go out to the Gentile nations. You see that? These are things that Gentiles are allowed to eat, but Jews are not allowed to eat. And God is going to start going out to the Gentile nations. See, this is just... Uh, a picture Of the transition From the from the kingdom of heaven Program to the gospel Of the grace of God program Now later on down the line of course Paul Explained through that meeting What was going on to Peter More wisely than what was going on That's why they had in uh, Acts, the book of Acts 2 or 3 they, they done that fellowship, they shook hands On it, so Peter understood That deal, you know later on down the line because Paul explained what was going on Now the reason I'm going this way I want you to see A lot of things that they said Paul was a false teacher And different things like that I keep putting emphasis on If you reject Paul's teaching in the Bible You're rejecting the word of God God will not Let someone have Or allow someone to have 13 written Letters in the Bible Unless it was not the word of God See Let me say this again Paul, I mean God Will not let men And the Holy Spirit got these men To put Paul's letters in the word of God Unless It wasn't scripture Let me give you an example When the King James Bible was finally finished They took The uh, The Apocrypha They didn't let the Apocrypha get in the King James Bible. No other outsets or different believers was left out of the Bible. The Apocrypha, the dead schools and all that stuff was left out of the King James version Word of God for a reason. Because according to these writers, these scholars that I believe was led by the Holy Spirit they was not considered Scripture. The Apocrypha and stuff in those other books, I think mostly the Apocrypha, that many people try to say is part of the Bible, Book of Enoch and all this stuff, but I'm just talking about the Apocrypha, was mm-hmm. not considered scripture, so they was very carefully when they done the translation. Okay, why I am saying this, if Paul's teachings were false, and not from the word of God and scripture, God would not have allowed these men to put Paul's 13 letters in the word of God. You agree? See, you understand what I'm saying? What's in the word of God, especially the King James Bible, was frozen, was put in there purposely because it's considered accurate by these men, these translators. So in order for someone to say Paul's letters or Paul's teachings is not the word of God, you Doubt the word of God or you don't believe the word of God, see, because Paul, God would not allow these translators to keep Paul's letters in there all these years if it wasn't scripture. I want you to think about that. You must think about that. See, why would God leave false teaching for his own body of Christ in the Bible? Why? God will allow something 13 letters from a false teacher in the Bible 13 letters see that's something you got to think about I'm gonna finish up on that you know because I want I want your eyes to open up when you read the word of God from God expired men that wrote letters you have to think about that why did God allow these men to write these letters if it wasn't led or an expired? by the Holy Spirit. Okay, we're going to get into that the next episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC.